Finally, time for me to hit record uh, take two. You spent August sweating in football camp. You watched football camp. You watched preseason football. You scouted players. You had your fantasy draft. You cut your roster down to 53 men. You talked all the trash you could. You lived. You hated. You loved. And now it's time to make hay while the sun shines, baby. Because we're kicking off in the sausage hut. Yeah, that's right. Coming at you with a, our third annual fantasy football roundtable. We're going to bring in all the heavy hitters who know everything it can possibly know with a football. That's right. And to start things off, we'll start it in the corner executive suite in the big office downtown. We're bringing in Michigan. Mishy is on the line. Mr. Kilbasa, happy holidays. Welcome to the start of uh, fantasy football and football season. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. America, I know you are as excited as about anyone else you just just designed it. Totally excited. Mr. Kilbasa, you said it. The draft prep, the camp, the sweating, the looking at the video, turning off the video. Oh, I've had enough. My wife is going to beat my ass if I don't make hay, as it were. And turn off this fantasy football stuff because everyone, if you're not drafting right now, you have already drafted. Congratulations. You are not a select group. You are a part of a group of millions and millions of us. And that many people doesn't make us select. That makes us just right. It's a whole different level, Mr. Kielbasa. A whole <laughs> different level. There's no zeitgeist and assorted of a German philosopher words. There is no no ethereal commentary that any any I don't know graduate student can make. And there is just getting down and playing and competing and having fun. Key word there, kids. Doing fantasy football. Mr. Kilbasa, uh, it's my privilege to be here, and I appreciate the uh, appreciate being here with you right now. America, Mission. how is everyone? The theme song. Is the theme song still? It is. All right. Okay, but enough of this love. Let's get somebody else in here. We're going to call him. So hold on a second. We're going to. Bring in. We're gonna press some buttons. We're gonna press some buttons. So hang on here, and we'll get you right back. All right. Dialing music. Yeah. There he is. Press them buttons, Mr. Gilbert. All right. Are you there, Big Daddy? I am here. I am present. All right. Savant, how are you? Not too bad, man. How are you? I'm still. I'm still working so like i'll be i'll say hey i gotta go in the dark room i'll be out in a minute 
and I'll like check back in, okay? Okay. And we'll, we're gonna we're gonna see terrible things about you. While you're <laughs> no, gone, we're not. Way. Okay, so assured <laughs> of that. Um, I mean, <laughs> meat, meat is already like he's he's probably got a list. <laughs> A checklist to go down to say things. No, and I'll tell you what I'm gonna I'm gonna start I want to start things off one way, and and what I want to do is I want to give the flying savant the floor because he he knows that that Michi and I talk a lot. We talk a lot about fantasy football, and he's got a lot of counterpoints to a lot of things that we say. <laughs> he's got a lot of counter trash to the trash that we talk. So now. The floor is yours, Flying Savant. Go ahead and set the record straight for anybody. Say as, say whatever you want, and we're not going to say anything. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Can I give the fantasy football theme song? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Here it comes, the Flying Savant. Well, the only thing that comes to mind is you're way off base on the AFC North, so I'll just start with that. Listen, listen. This is the thing about Let let's talk on. about the monkey in the room. Let talk. Let's talk about the monkey in the room. <laughs> let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is the divergence, America. Mr. Savant has a point of view on the Steelers, which a lot of you share. Yours truly says they're done, they're toast, Big Ben is old, and the coach is gone. Highly controversial. And Mr. Savant has made a point um, to actually bring it up. And this is the genesis of why I'm of this whole thing. Mr. Savant, why are the Steelers going to be fantasy relevant, one, and two, a good football team this year? Front seven on both sides. Yeah, that's the best answer you can give. Missy, let that the man talk. True. I just gave him the floor, and you gave him like five seconds. So just let, let's let let him present his cases for anything he wants to. All right, give him a minute. clarify that point of view. Go ahead. Please. Clarify all we want to. It doesn't need clarification. They have the best offense in the, the division, they have the best front seven on the defensive side in the division. Period. There you go. There you go. After football games, they have won before. They know how to win. The other teams that are they're, that are challenging them, the other teams that are getting all the hype and the hoopla, are bringing in <laughs> offensive linemen the week of the, the, the first game. To plug in, third stringers. so bad. And you are speaking of quarterback killed. You're speaking of who, sir? Oh, uh, you guys call him something. Uh, you guys call him something that's absolutely just <laughs> so wrong and foul. <laughs> and I, I mean, I can't. I can't repeat. The phrase that you call him because it's so wrong. Some, because we some know who the true one is. So that, you know, anyways, Pittsburgh Steelers will win the division. They'll either be the first or second seed in the AFC. 12 and 4 and 3. One of the two. Ben Roethlisberger at top seven, top five. Where's he going to be fantasy top, quarterback? They have to be top five. They're going to run the rock. Right down the um, Kamara going to be the the complete bulldog? Excuse me, Connor going to be the complete bulldog, or is the kid Samuel going to get some love? He's got two other guys. To, he's got two other guys to help, him. and they'll 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 play all three of them. And all three of their all three of their receivers are good, solid. Their tight ends solid. 
Their defense is solid. They led the league in sacks last year. They're getting ready to eat the Patriots alive come Sunday night. They're going to do that. Wow. The Patriots are alive. I can agree with that. And it'll come right up the middle where the Patriots lost their center. Well, Tom Brady yeah. might make it through the game. Wow. Well, are, are, you, are you saying that the, the – Auburn the, and Auburn's quarterback will be starting for the, the world champion. Wow. What's that guy's name? Stidham. Jason Stidham. You heard it here first, America. You heard it here first. So that would be the, the, the main thing that I know you guys have been talking smack about, how great those brown things are up there. They got hankies that are brown, I think. They wave them. Yeah, the big hype train is running. Right running wild. It's yeah. funny about the hype train. It's funny thing about the hype train in sports. It's, I, it, it, I just don't think – I think they'll uh, – I think they'll have the they'll 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 have a hard time. I I don't see him at, like I said before nine six and one. <laughs> I love Throw the tie. The tie. I love oh, yeah. the tie. I love the tie. <laughs> there is nothing worse than a week one tie in the NFL, and uh, the flying savant knows that, and that's why he's throwing that tie. The, the, carrying a tie with you, they should just make it a loss, basically. They should just give, just say, okay, there's no ties. You're, you know you're, you lost. You know who you're going to tie, don't you? You're tied to bungles. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, America, it's fantasy football season, and everyone has the right to be optimistic, okay? But uh, in the AFC North, now that we've covered three of those teams, personally, I don't think Cincinnati is, is going to be anything. The redheads done. Wait, you've been They're talking done. about Joe Mixon since last year. And that was all subterfuge. Oh, that was subterfuge. You were trying to get Complete subterfuge. <laughs> Mr. Savant knows that, by the way. I thought you would catch up on that then, Mr. Kilbasa. Joe Mixon. Yeah, they're terrible. They're, they're <laughs> Awful. I have um, – I look at this, I look at your schedule. They're awesome. It said – Like I said, you pretty much I, – I, I heard the, the, the predictions coming out from you about – Two, three months ago about the AFC North, and it was like that was possibly the one year off the most on of every division in the game. <laughs> that was two or three months ago. Let's do another it And it's the one it's the one that you guys concentrate on the most, which is hilarious. It sounds like you're you a closet him. Pittsburgh Steelers fan for some reason. It certainly oh. does. Oh certainly he does, Ollie. He well he's certainly it's he like does. the the what is it? The uh the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So you're going to be a Steelers he's a Terry fan. Bradshaw. He's got a Terry Bradshaw plush toy. You watch. Oh. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> it is guys. I just know that the, the, I just know that they're going to they're going to play. They're going to come to play this year. They've got they've got a lot of talent on that team. And they're a lot better than people give them credit for. The and Steelers. The, yeah, they're they're really good. I think they'll be usually uh, a lot of times, and I think you'll see this a lot in the in the league this year. A lot of the people that they were hyping up last year and, and they were wrong on, it's usually a year off. You know, like players and stuff like that. 
that like last year they, they the height train for certain players was so high on certain guys and then they fell flat and this year they'll it'll be the year they're usually like a year off on like with the browns the hype trains on them this year they're they gotta learn to win next year i can see it not this year fair enough fair enough what else do you want to set the record straight about um <laughs> here's your chance you know, i mean i the, 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 I don't know. I, I I don't know where I became the blame the the, the name the blame guy on every disagreements in our league, but I don't know how I became that guy. I, I think we all know who really pulls the strings. I think that's why. <laughs> I, you see, Mister Kilbasa, the name on the door says Mishy, and. That's all you really need. But that's, the man that's sitting in the chair behind the door is the flying savant. <laughs> I can't tell you how wrong. Mr. Savant would tell you the same thing. Oh. It's it's okay. It's okay, Mr. Kilbasa. It's okay. I can't. I'm trying I can to think just, of a Godfather analogy, and I'm not really sure what. Uh, you can just like, you can kiss either ring. Okay, it's fine <laughs> because they're both we're both wearing them. And I believe that's the envy and like the brown Cleveland brownification of your approach to football, man. It's just too hard. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, man. It's okay. Yeah. So Mr. Savant is a genius. I have my own particular bits of genius, and we both wear the the, the red ruby ring. What do you want? <laughs> he wants the <It's>, ring. <laughs> uh... Oh, that's it. That's the ticket. What's the he, he's, he's screaming at the table to make me make me a made man for God's sake. The 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 the, the, the thing that nobody will believe is I'm, I'm my interest is making it a level playing field, and that I know that you don't think that. Of course we do. We all think that. It's already on level. I'm playing. <laughs> there you go. That's there that pretty go. much sums it up right there. Speaking of the flying savant news. How about the huge news over the last 24 hours that developed in the Big D from he was following the flight patterns of every plane coming from, what was it, uh, Cabo, San Lucas, to the Big D. What happened to you guys this year, today, I mean... I could have sent you videos all day of him at practice running drills, but I can't help that. You should have, because I'm sure it was a big, it was a banner day. Because I, I was hoping, obviously, I was hoping it wasn't going to happen. Huge day, a huge day in, in, in uh, Starland. It is a big <laughs> day. We've got the boy. We've got the boy for another eight years. Uh, eight years. How old will that young man be in eight years? Thirty-two. So did they? Did he wow. win? Did 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 Zeke get? As much as he wanted, or was there a compromise? Oh, yeah. He got everything he wanted. Uh, he he held Jerry over the barrel. Six years, ninety million dollars, fifty-five up front. Whew. When's the buyout? Number one paid. Number one paid running back in the leagues. And uh, any buyout clauses? No, no. He's he's like I said, over half of the contracts guaranteed. 
up front. All right. So what I understood that the first, the language that he wanted better or as good a language as Gurley got, and that held him off for a couple of days. Will well, him showing up this late have any impact, A, on the game on Sunday, or B, how we should approach Mr. Elliott in, in our fantasy football week one? They what do you say, say there, Mr. Flying One? He's saying he's playing uh, uh, 25 reps. In the, they, uh, 25 reps. You know, I mean, your average, what, your average number of reps in a Cowboy game with much as they run the ball is what, like 60? 65 offensive reps, so he's going to play a third of them. Oh, th- okay. You're saying yeah. not 25 yeah, carries, 25 plays. Them. Yeah. Unless, unless, they need unless them. he's got 150 the way, after the, the first quarter. The way I figured it is this is, you know, you know he's going to play, and you know if they're in a position on the goal line, he's going to get the ball. So he's going to score. Is he going to have 25 rushes for 100-some yards and – Catch five passes for a 50? No, probably not. But the chances of him getting 10 to 15 touches for 50 and a touchdown, pretty high. That's, then that that's, that's, that's double-digit fantasy points. And then that makes Pollard's chances of getting 10 to 15 touches for 50 yards and a touchdown pretty high, right? Well, perhaps. Well, who's going perhaps Lamari uh, Cooper's not playing. He's is, is that for sure? Is that for sure? Pretty much for sure, he's not going to play. So if he's not playing, number one receivers out. What are they going to do? Are you guys up here or down there? Playing in Dallas. All right, all right. They should whoop the the Giants. They should. Giants. Giants are not uh, are not a, a very to me. They're not a very good football team. They should whoop right the now. They should, but I mean, you know, it's the NFC East. It's a rivalry game. You know, I mean, anything can happen. But sure. in, in the past, the way we play them is run it right at them, run it down their throat. You know, uh, I could see Elliott have a touchdown. I could see Pollard having a touchdown. I could see Gallup having a touchdown. Score 24 13, 24 14, something like that. Um, Cowboys win. Go play the Shitskins next week. Back to back division games for this. For the, what did you call them? The Star? What did you call them a little while ago? Star Town? No. You had a name for the Cherry World there a minute ago. The Star. That's the, the star. facility in uh, Frisco that Jerry's built. It's this. It's almost like uh. When they were building it, I saw a documentary on Jerry, him flying over it with his helicopter and looking down on it like he's a pharaoh. <laughs> the flying pharaoh? The yeah. flying pharaoh. You, you, know, you know I don't like the guy, but I I mean, I hate the guy that owns my team, but I I have no choice in the matter. We you know why you hate him. I'm my guy and my guy's playing. That's what's important. Yeah, but we know how you feel about uh, Jarrah World. You wrote him for years and years, and, he, and you continue to write him notes and recommendations. And he I has yet to write you back. I, and he I, has yet to write you back, and you're mad at him. I, I've actually written him a letter before, yes. Exactly. How rude can he be? I'll tell you what. In shorthand, or was it typewriter, shorthand, or computer printout? All uppercase. 
<laughs> no, that's not true. I'll be that's right back. True. I'll be right back. All right. Do... I'll be right back. Go ahead, man. <clears throat> okay, the All flying right, savant going into the dark room. He's hot. He's, He's making some photographies. Room. The wall like of denial do. is a dark, 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 dark room. <laughs> and if you didn't draft well, your wall of denial is, is super large. Nobody, now, Mr. Kielbasa, nobody thinks they didn't draft well at this point. I mean, who would? That's, that's really good. We'll find out. We'll find out. Who do you think are some of the like, overrated names fantasy football this year? Overrated, Mr. Kielbasa. Uh, probably half of the top ten running backs. Okay. Because that's, that's all anybody that. talked about. Running backs, running backs, running backs. Um, There's a lot of talented wide receivers out there, and the question is, is there enough running backs? But in this pass-happy league where they might be playing more, what might resemble more of a flag football, they throw the ball all damn day long. And that leads me to something I want to talk about in the AFC North because we have yet to discuss the dreaded, the hated, the absolutely vile, vile, vile team called the Baltimore Ravens. The real Browns? Uh, the, they're not the real Browns, no. No, the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns for a reason. Just like the Las Vegas Raiders are never going to be the Oakland Raiders. What do you think about that, Mr. Savant? You said what about the Raiders now? The, the idea that this is the last year in Oakland. And how is a fan... next year there. So all right, so you got we got two more years in Oakland, not no, one. They're in they're in Vegas next year. I don't think so. I think it's the following year after that. I'm pretty sure it's next year, but I'll look it up here it's, real quick. We got no, a uh, we got a note stadium then. We got a note from Diablo, and it looked like that stadium was coming together uh, pretty good. No, when we were there, we were just there, and it's I wouldn't even say it's half built. All right, so it might be two years. This is time for a contract agreement. But, but I, I think it's funny that you're saying that the Raiders are never going to be the Raiders. Are the Las Vegas Raiders, the people in Oakland, um, are never going to have the Raiders again. They're going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. There's never going to be like Cleveland well, Browns Part they're, Two. They sold that stadium out, you know. Say that again. They sold. They the, the stadium sold out. The the one in Vegas. Yeah, and every Yankee game is bought ticket is bought by a fan. <laughs> well, that's all the owner cares about is that the, the seats are sold. You all understood. Understood. There is a uh, there is fun, blue I, I, line. I, funny you saying anything about the Raiders. I'm trying America, to America. You know what the Mish did? What the Mish do? America, no. the Mish didn't keep any keepers. And with the first yeah. pick of the draft, pick the guy that he would have kept anyway. <laughs> That's right. And with the second pick of the draft, picked an Oakland Raider. <laughs> A rookie. And not, only, and not only an Oakland Raider, but an unproven rookie Oakland Raider that he could have got two rounds later. Perhaps. He Perhaps. passed. On Todd Gurley. Sure did. For an unproven rookie running back, Oakland Raider. That's why I'm Mishy, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> and passed on him again 
Second time. Or Mr. Carson dun, 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 dun. from the Seattle Seahawks. Certainly. Who's on who's on a re remade hip that basically has has a seventy year old hip joint. There you go. And and then we continue to pass on the uh again. Joe Mixon. And then we come around again now in round four. And you got the real deal. Then I got the rookie, uh, Mr. Montgomery from the Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's running behind a real offensive line and playing for a team that's got a chance to go to the Super Bowl, unlike the Oakland Raiders and the Seattle Seahawks. You may ask yourself, why America would miss you? You may ask yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Why is that? I can tell you why that is. I think that uh, I'm replacing a couple running backs. I'm replacing Kareem Hunt. I'm replacing Melvin Gordon. Both those guys are not part of the program anymore. We play in a three-keeper league, and I need to play competitive football. In order to do that, I need me two, two, two top five running backs. And doing that, the flying one, Diablo, Champex, and from Mr. Mr. Johnny Kilbasa himself stand no chance. And I will find those guys, and all y'all in trouble. America, that's what's up. So I went reaching, and I went looking for some running backs, rookie running backs. And we, we're going to see, but I think rookie running backs, when you're resetting a team um, in a keeper league, was my best option. It really was. But yeah, Felton was my best option. Basically doing the job, Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. But, uh... I think, no, you see, but we got to sell to the fan base that we're still going to be competitive. But we are looking for some diamonds. I'm looking for Ethan Eric, Eric Dickerson Part 2. I'm looking for Barry Sanders Part 2. I'm looking for Ezekiel Elliott Part 2. Those guys are trans. Those guys are like all-time Hall of Fame guys. Yeah, and they were fantasy football legends, and I need me some fantasy football legends in the making. Not a fantasy football legend. Well, I'll tell you what. This year, in the start of the season, it it may not work. wouldn't be the first time I tried something that didn't work, but you got to try sometimes. Or you can just try loading up your entire bench with running backs (laughs) like the flying one did. I I have a boatload of running backs on my team right now. But as as you the Savant has said, than... yes, they're unproven. <laughs> yeah, that could be. But it's the approach, to, the, the approach is good. You can Say it again. Whole, you can take a whole different strategy. You can go by the meat strategy. The meat strategy is you take the guy you hate the most in the league that you want to beat the most in the league, and you can and set your grass up, on fire. Load up on every guy that that guy's quarterback. Everybody, every, every guy that he can throw or hand the ball to so that when you play him, it nullifies every touchdown that he gets. Exactly. That's, that's, that's exactly the, what the I meat, did. Called the meat stack. Yep. Men. You go out and you get 
Every Kansas City Chief possible. Oh, you boys are so, so that funny. Every time that Patrick Mahomes either throws it or hands it off, that it's scoring, it, it's nullified. His scores are nullified. Don't forget the kicker. Don't forget the kicker. Trying to keep one guy in the whole league. You don't care about winning the championship. You don't care about anything but that one game. And then you write said about it that is like 10 pages long. We call that epic poetry, by the way, America. I'm sure there'll be a, a, a doll doing the voice movements on Instagram with reading that out any day now. Uh... Those are the two strategies you don't want to use, America. You want to go out and steer yourself away from those two strategies. There you go. I and mean... draft Mr. Pollard in the fourth round. Go get some. Come on, Mr. Monkey. He, he yeah. You took a reach there. Was, you took your, a big reach there when for a kid give... who's a fourth round pick. I had big to. reach. I, I'm I I'm surprised to. you didn't well, drop him yet. I bet he was the most dropped player in the league today. No, no, you have to. The, in, he's going to play. He's going to play. I know, but he's, he's gonna not going to be. He's not going to play as much as he was yesterday. As far as fantasy football goes. If you have one of the top five running backs, if you have Kamara, McCaffrey. Tell uh, it like it is, Mr. Savant. Ezekiel Elliott. Tell it like it is. Le'Veon Bell. You have one of those top guys, and you're spinning the, the first pick, your first pick on one of those guys. You have to back him up. Yep. Yeah. With handcuff. That is his backup. Now, the only reason I had to do it in the fourth round is simply because we didn't know if he was showing up. We didn't know if he was going to sign. If he doesn't sign, then I got to have that guy to run behind that line to at least do a little bit of what the other guy would have done. And the reason I take him in the fourth round is I have someone like Mish or Hex that's going to take him to keep him from me. Because uh, I, <laughs> or me. Uh, and you win, everyone's <laughs> beat you. They don't care about actually winning themselves. They, it, it's like, what can I do to screw up the savant? <laughs> what can I do to wrench in savant? What, you know, I mean, it's like the meat stack. I mean, it's I'm a conspiracy. The meat, it's a, a conspiracy of the meat stack. The floor, like two rounds early. McCole Hardman, a rookie wide receiver, go off the board. How? I mean, he, most most leads he wasn't even drafted. Okay, and, and one of his keepers was the running back, Damian Williams, because he knew I would take him, so he kept him. I mean, so I – he, Dude, he I was have, great last I have, year. I have to keep up with knowing exactly what you guys are going to do. And it, I knew that if I didn't take – Take Pollard in the fourth round. Hex was sitting right there and was going to go whoop. You know. The three-time champ's got a bullseye on his back every year. That's for sure. Mr. Kielbasa, Mr. Kielbasa, there's an episode of Get Smart where they call it the double-triple reverse. And it's like the double-triple fake-out. And I believe... The double triple fake out really worked on the flying savant this year. Hey, no, oh, he, wow. he, he saw, he saw the, he's, <laughs> his head's on a swivel. Here's something even more interesting. Now I know today it dawned on me why 
Mish wanted to move up to draft a week. Why's that? Because if it was if we were drafting yesterday or today, I wouldn't have had to do that because he would have been signed. I wasn't available to draft yesterday or today. I just got back in the house like two you know, two hours before I got on this call. I was nowhere near anywhere. My Labor, Day, my Labor Day, my Labor, my Labor Day week, my Labor Day weekend. You made it a week early because you. My Labor Day weekend extended a day and a half, man. There you go. Taking Tony Pollard in the fourth round. No, you had to it's do awesome. it. I think it's a good move. Oh, by the way, for the record, NFL.com, Tony yeah. Pollard down fourteen point three percent today with thirty five thousand drops to four thousand two hundred and ninety five ads. He's getting dropped everywhere. Probably a good time to scoop him up if you are in a league that has because you never <laughs> I mean <laughs> The, I'm the not dropping. Savant hasn't dropped him. He's like he's going to keep him. It, well, I mean, I I would say seven to one. Zeke has to have some sort of soft tissue injury within the first two weeks, if not the second quarter of the game. I We're mean, not going it here, just man. Happens. Come on. It just happens. He's it happens. Come on. That's a Boys, boys, stop projecting like that. That's not. It's not a healthy not, way to I'm go not, through I'm your not, fantasy football season. It's not wishful thinking. It's it, it's very indicative. Said of anything the situation. about wishful thinking? A lot of you, you know what all I, the time, guys. You, you know? know what I know? He's gonna be ready next week. He's gonna be ready next week when I play you, and he's gonna be playing the Washington Redskins, and he's just gonna run all over them. Fuck. So you mean to tell me that you two boys are playing in week two, the same week that somebody is coming here to the swamps of Jersey? It could be a rough week too, Mister 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 Both y'all. That could be a pretty wild week too here. I, I'm, I'm gonna be. I got slings and arrows, man. I got billy clubs. Mister Mister the flying one drops bleeping bombs and sometimes jelly beans, but. I'm telling you, it could be a rough week too. Is that is that your home opener? Are you home this week too? Are the Jets? Jets are playing the Buffalo Bills, and the Jets better play a good football game because Buffalo's an improved club. At Buffalo? No, here here okay. in the swamp. So it's not your home opener. Well, that's good. At least they got a good defense. They they certainly do, and uh, they brought in some talent. Um, the Jets uh, the Jets have a couple issues. A wide receiver. The health of uh, Mr. Anderson, his foot is less than 50-50. He might be like Amari Cooper and not playing for a while. And uh, fantasy-wise, Mr. Crowder will be on someone's radar. If not, no, wait, you guys drafted like 1,001 uh, wide receivers. No one's drafted Mr. Crowder. But he could be a fantasy player this week and next week against uh, Buffalo and your team from Northern Ohio. The hashtag American I like team. a lot in PPR. Mm-hmm. He's going to see the ball quite a bit. He's going to see the ball quite a bit. Well, he's one of those guys, like I was saying, like the the experts were like a year off. Last year, they were saying, like all the big fantasy guys were saying, draft this guy, draft this guy. He's going to have such a great year. And then he got hurt and didn't do nothing. He's in in the right place to do that. A year older? Come on. He's the perfect dump down guy for Darnold. And he'll and he'll need it. Well, you can put Bell. You can put Bell one way, look off of him, and throw it to, to Crowder eight yards downfield. Same or similar on either side of the field. Twenty more, 
and he'll take you for twenty more. That's the yes, thing. Yes, sir. I've got him. I've got him in another league. I he got picked. I took him with my last pick. There you go. There you go. We like that. We like that. You see, Mister Mister Kilbasa, this is why we both have rings. <laughs> you mean well, we you mean mugs? <laughs> why you both have mugs? I believe they call them rubies, and we wear them on our fingers. It's it's a ring. And um, in in our league, we do give out championship mugs. I always I always thought that was a good idea. They're nice. Yep. Yeah, a little remembrance, something to put your pencils in in a decade. Yeah, yes, nice. sir. Yes, sir. What's your fantasy football team called this year, Mr. Kilbasa? That's uh, I, 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 that's to be determined, I think. Kansas City Meat Stack. <laughs> the Meat Stack. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> So I, I did. We are in the sausage yard after all, man. If, if, Come you, on. if you don't know what's going on, America. And I, I went back and listened. So I, I, I posted the first <laughs> classic cut of the week kicked off with last year's fantasy football roundtable. I don't know if you saw that on your podcast feeds, guys. But I went back and listened to all. It was a three-parter as part of 30 Days in the Hut last September. I might do 30 Days in the Hut in October. I don't know. I don't know if I just did one in April. It's, it's tough. Anyway. I was listen. I listened to all three parts. It's a good listen, and and I've, honestly, like eighty percent of it, you could just change the date on, change the year on, and it would still be the same sort of analysis. But it was funny to, to hear that Patrick Mahomes was no, he was nobody yet last year, and you guys had talked about Mahomes and how much Michi had been talking talking him up the whole time. We didn't know if it was subterfuge or not, and the flying savant picked him one pick before Michi was going to take him. In what what round was that? The fourth round, sixth round? No, seven, seven, eight, nine. It oh, was like the ninth or tenth. Yeah, and yeah. I knew he was going to take him, and I was like, yeah, you got him one but pick I, ahead of him. He, I was taking him only as a backup. And he ended up being my starter. Yeah, he did. And wow. so so he was going to go with who, – who was your starter last year? Who was going to be your starter Garoppolo. last year? Garoppolo. Jimmy oh, G. Okay, yeah. So he had Garoppolo. He was all in on Garoppolo. Garoppolo goes down, and he just happened – on a whim, he, he took Patrick Mahomes. He goes down Mills. in Kansas City. Yeah. He goes down in Kansas City the second game of the season. I had Mahomes on the bench the first two games, and he went 40-44. and 44. <laughs> <laughs> and a star was born. So now the Flying Savant's riding high with Pat with Patrick Mahomes. So the meat stack as it's gonna be known. <laughs> My draft strategy was was he's it's right. I only want to win one game this entire year. And I went ahead and got as many well, there was a couple things on my draft board. One was I'm getting Aaron Rodgers from Michi. And number two was I'm getting every chief I can get. So I get, I end up with four. Actually, it's really only three, because the one the one was kind of a whim, <laughs> kind of a whim. Um, the, who's the uh, Mar- M- Mikol Hardman? You know that was just kind of a, a last round. But I did get the kicker. That was the number three on my draft board. Kansas City's kicker, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and then I already had Damian Williams, and then I was going to get any other chief I could. I end up with Glassfoot, Sammy Watkins, and Mikol Hardman. So who knows what's going to happen there? 
I also I also noticed another thing, um, Flying Savant. I don't think you've ever had a Cleveland Brown on your roster, have you? I know you don't like you don't like Redskins, and I'm pretty sure you've never had a Brown <laughs> on your team. Is that true? I had the Crow on there. Oh, did you? Okay. Granted, yeah. there hasn't been Cleveland Brown worth drafting hardly until last year. All right. You know, I had the crow. I had the crow, and uh, he was a uh, dude I, wipes to the rest of us. I I play I played him a few times, but uh, no, I mean back 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 in the day, I had uh, uh, when he came in and played the year before he broke his leg. I yeah. had Kelly Holcomb. <laughs> Kelly Holcomb helped me out a couple games. Really. Okay. Okay. So there's two, two over the last twenty years. <laughs> if there was, if we played, if we played individual defensive players, I would get, I'd be all over Moss Garrett. Yeah. I think he's a stud. I think he's possibly top five defensive player in the league. Hopefully. Hopefully. I think he is. I think he's a stud. He's going to get a bunch of sacks he almost got last year. I think it'll help him, too, to have Olivia Vernon on the other side from him because I I think it'll help him a lot. I think he's really, really good. I like your – there's several guys I like on your team. I just don't – You don't want him to do well. (laughs) I think it's going to be a little overwhelming for your coach with all the personalities and – the diva's already being diva-like and not practicing and showing up when he wants and all that crap. And I really am concerned. I love your quarterback. You know that. I mean, he's one of my favorite players ever to come out of college. You know that. Yeah, no, he was I, from your college, I, just like Zeke was from mine. <laughs> huh? I said uh, Baker was from your college, just like Ezekiel Elliott was from my college. Yeah, I know, I know, and that's why I think it's funny that you told me he was going to be a bust. Well, that was just that was subterfuge. That was pure trash talk right there. He's going to be a bust. I was hoping. Meat Meat told me as soon as I drafted him. In fact, the funniest thing about that is Toad still talks about it. Toad still talks about that draft and how in the hell that the Cleveland boys could allow their homebred guy to fall to the savant as a, as a Dallas Cowboy. How could they allow you to have them? And I was like, they, they, they were telling me he's a butt. He was done. <laughs> no, well, that was because the Cleveland Browns had a long-standing tradition that they wouldn't draft Ohio State Buckeyes for some reason. And that's why we didn't win anything. That worked out for them. Yeah, no, it worked out great for him. I'm sure he didn't want to go to Cleveland. No. Now he's no. he's he's Mr. He's he is Dallas, Texas right now and man oh man. I I'm, I'm sure he probably doesn't feel pressure cuz he he's he's good and he better. I mean, so is there any is there any is there any sort of does, now in this mega contract, is there anything built in that Jerry said, "Well, you know, what happens if you just show up and go Kenny Kenny Britt on everybody or something like that?" Yeah, what happens if you're caught again at the, the Electric Daisy Festival in Las Vegas, tripping ecstasy for two days and decide you want to go hump a security guard? Yeah. 
Is there anything built in the contract that's going to cost them any of that $77 million guaranteed? I haven't read it. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Not privy, I'm not privy to it yet. Jerry hasn't hasn't let it trickle uh, <laughs> down to the... The, the, the peasants of us. You, you the keep, he keeps checking the uh, secret insider Reddit board for, that only Dallas Cowboys know about on the dark web. They're like, okay, I'm, I got the inside info here. My brother's, my brother's brother-in-law is a custodian in Jerry World, and he can hear shit, man. He just pretends he's cleaning up. But then he's going to get hold of that contract and scan it with microfiche and <laughs> Fellas, it's not that hard. It's jerry.jones at dallascowboys.com. The password is 822. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's not hard, fellas. 0822. Uh, yeah, go, go fucking read his email. Am I kidding me? I don't need to pay a security guard with, like, you know cheeseburgers i'm just gonna go hack jerry's thing i'll get you that pdf by the morning mr savant no problem no well, problem whatsoever be the contract but you know hey I, but it was a glorious day i mean this morning i walked i very first day i got up about five o'clock turned on nfl network and there they were saying he's on the way and no they were fa- there were people at the uh, airport like the beatles were coming to town were oh, they're yeah. not Oh yeah, did you hear? Did you see? Did you see uh, what uh, Dirk Nowitzki tweeted yesterday? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Tell that us. Was, tell that, us though. That was hilarious, man. That was funny. Enough. What? What did he say? Yeah. I didn't. He he showed up at the airport at the same time, and he was like, "Wow, you know, they they, I, they still remember me." And, he goes, <laughs> and I realized it was just Zeke. <laughs> they were only there because Zeke was there. That's funny. For him. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mr. Savant, if you were in the airport, wouldn't you think it was for you as well? <laughs> Same question to the Mr. 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 Kibasa. Come on, fellas. <laughs> so let's. You know me in I mean, I've I've met Jerry. I've been on the field. I've met Jerry. I was there. Uh, I've met him twice. I've actually, uh, and he actually remembered me the second time I saw him. Actually, there you go. He's like, hey, it's flying oh, Savant. He, he, he remembered me. That's my pup. He, um, he actually, uh, when he came to shake my hand, he looked at me and goes, I know who you are. I said, yeah, I met you uh, a couple years ago with you back. I know who you are. So he did remember me. I'll give him that. Um but I've been on. I was on the field twice at Texas at the original Texas Stadium. And, uh, was that the sponge? Had a photograph pass twice. Uh, they don't give them out anymore. Uh, once they moved into the new stadium, only uh, uh, licensed NFL photographers are allowed on the field anymore. What do you have it's to like do a to Beyonce be a, concert? What do you have to do to be a licensed NFL photographer? What do you, what? you have to be a part of? You have to get a to, to be a part of like the press. You have to either be an NFL like uh, uh, you know NFL film stringer. Which then, if you're an NFL films photographer, you wear a vest that indicates that's what you are. Or you have to do for a newspaper or Sports Illustrated. Like that. 
Just be basically uh, permitted and licensed by the NFL. Yep. Awesome. Well, why don't we? Well, let's. Other way is if I get like a, a team, like the team would give me a permit for a day or something, I could get on it. But the guy that used to hook, give me the hookup, he's a uh, he's an older guy now, and he's he's real sick. So a hookup is gone. Hookup right, is well, gone. Let's. Why don't we shift gears since this is coming out? This is Thursday morning. Hopefully, the kickoff day. Let's talk about tonight's matchup in the hundredth season, technically, of the NFL. And we've got one of the oldest matchups of the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. We've got a lot of fantasy implications right off the bat with. The Flying Savant having three Chicago Bears on his team, and I'm starting Aaron Rodgers. Of course I am. Don't think I'm going to wait and put Goff in, man. But Goff's going to get me a lot of points. I got Goff and Mishy's Aaron Rodgers. Who, who is, who, who's Goff playing? Who's uh, the, the Rams playing? Uh, Carolina. Uh, in Carolina. In Carolina? Yes, sir. And and you're gonna start Rodgers against the Bears defense in Soldier Field, huh? I looked him. I looked up his week one stats. I looked up Aaron Rodgers' week one stats, especially on the road, and he doesn't care. And then in a Thursday night game, this th- week one Thursday night game is not like other Thursday night. It's not like a short rest week. This is it. This is week one. We've been waiting for this all That's year. That's a very good point. That's a very good point, Mister S- Mister Kibasa. So. I hope he keeps his mustache too, because he. I is think on my team. I think good. I think he's real good with Rodgers in that game. I think uh, the question is: Is Eric Jones healthy? The um, the last I heard, I hadn't heard anything otherwise on Aaron Jones. But you know what? About ten days ago, there was a little snippet that was was broadcast and then put away, where. There might be an issue there with Mr. Jones. So that's got, a very good thing to look at. He's got a hamstring problem. Mm-hmm. He's listed on the injury report. Um, his play, his, his designation, I hadn't seen the starters or any designation as such. But with a hamstring problem, I'll tell you what, if I was playing fantasy football, I'd be looking at some Packer wide receivers and hoping, hoping Aaron Rodgers doesn't get killed on Thursday night. Well, I, I think your biggest guarantee on the Packers for that game is uh, Devontae Adams. He's, a, he's, he's just a tremendous player. He's a guarantee. He's a guarantee. He's not the most consistent, one of the most consistent wide receivers in the game. Week in, week out. Um, yes. I really, uh, one of the things that uh, I kind of think that. Uh, this is uh, Miss Montgomery will have a good day for the Bears. The rookie running back that part of yeah, Michigan's I mean, three-headed monster is of rookie running back. Has a problem stopping the run. Bears on a rebuild on a rebuilt Green Bay defense and a new coach and uh, a 35-year-old quarterback who uh, hasn't stayed healthy in a couple years. I don't know. Green. Everyone likes to maybe be optimistic about the Packers, and certainly some people think we're overly optimistic about Chicago. However, in this game, 
I don't see no miracle second half comeback. You should, you should. I think you were going to expect Chicago to beat them first quarter, beat them in the second quarter, third and fourth. That kind of ball game. At least that's the way I'm seeing it. Would it? And that fantasy wise is really good for my new stud running back, Mr. Montgomery. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, that fits I'll, the narrative for you. That fits your narrative. Like that fits your draft. Oh, you know I can fit a narrative, man. You know I can fit a narrative into my narrow thinking or broad thinking. Depends how I'm feeling. But, you know, that's the nature of uh, keeping an open mind, fellas. You can think about things. Your and I'm optimistic about my running back. You are. Oh, Who there are your is other no question. Two? You got two other rookie running backs. Who are they? Oh, I have a boatload of rookie running backs. I have the kid Singletary in Buffalo. Did not draft him in waiver wire. Certainly the Mr. Jacobs in Oakland. And for some reason, there's another rookie on my team. I may have just gotten rid of him. I don't know. But those are the big three rookies on my team. And gotcha. I have Mr. Carson. Yeah, I went on the waiver wire and saw the news in San Francisco. Fellas, did you see that uh, Mr. Brita was named the starter out there for uh, Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers? So Not Tevin Coleman. So you scooped him up. Yes, sir. I'm desperate. I gotta find me some running backs, fellas. And oh, if I do, oh, got all the running back. So, well, the flying savant, you've got three Chicago Bears on your team, and you're only starting one right now. You got Allen Robinson, but you also have Mitchell Trubisky as your number two, and then you got Tank Cohen, who's. Um, yeah. I might, I might have Cohen in the game in the flex position by tomorrow. There's a possibility. It depends if I go with Pollard and, and Zeke. I, I, I can't make up my mind right now if I'm going to go with Pollard and Zeke. If I don't go with Pollard and Zeke, I'll go with Zeke and uh, Cohen. Well, you want a piece of the action tomorrow, you know, for the game? You put Cohen in. You don't want a piece of the action? Cohen, Cohen is, he, if you look up his history, he, he kills the, the Packers. He always has big games against the Packers another good reason to consider it yeah he always has pretty big games against the Packers last year he did it in the, that that opener he didn't have much of a game but besides that he has usually pretty good games against them but uh um Alan, I think Allen Robinson's one of the biggest values wide <laughs> receiver on the board I thought that all year long all off he played huge last year when he came back from the injury it was huge in that playoff game. I think you'll see that uh, playoff game against Philadelphia. I think that's more what you'll see from them this year. I think it's more the direction their offense is wanting to go to. Um, well, the, the blueprint is the Kansas that. City Chiefs, and the blueprint in Chicago is the Kansas City Chiefs. Exactly. And the thing is, is you have to look at anytime – Biggest thing that I concentrated on as far as as far as wide receivers go, who are the values? Who are the number one guy on their team that are being valued as like the number two? On anybody. Yep, yep, yep. He, yep. He was at the top of the list. Him, Robert Woods. I mean, Robert Woods is the number one receiver on the LA Rams. Yeah, but big favorite no of one, big favorite of Mr. Kilbasa, too. Yeah. No one looks at like that no one looks at him as the number one receiver everybody was taking cooper cup and brandon cooks before they took robert woods best guy of the three is robert woods cooper cup's not even practicing yet oh sure he is no he's not sure he is 
No, he isn't. He hasn't. He hadn't practiced one snap in the preseason. Not one. I seem to have read something else. No, he's not practicing, man. He didn't play in any of the preseason games. He's not practicing. He's still recovering. That's, That's why that... I, I couldn't believe how early people were taking it. And you're taking him based on something he did last year before he got hurt? Well, you're taking Allen Robinson, something he did in 2015 before he got hurt. I mean, Robert Woods is the most consistent guy on that team. Right? I don't – you know what? I have a lot of question marks with what the Rams are going to do myself. Well, I I talked to, you know, a couple people I trust this last weekend. People that gamble a lot. My, My uncle, he gambles a lot. And he asked me what I thought about him. And I said that I thought that they would win the division. He's like, don't bet on it. No, I have hesitation on them. And I'm not that kind of gambler. But to me, there is that after what happened in that Super Bowl, it, it's a mind game on a team the year after. How, new, how the Patriots get around it, I'm never really sure, except to know that, you know, Belichick is the coach. Tom Brady is still there, and many of the some of the same coaches. But the Rams are going to have some funk. I could see some, and all the question marks. So let's ask the fantasy question here right now, fellas: Is Todd Gurley still Todd Gurley fantasy wise, or is he now going to be a top eight as opposed to a top three? Is he even going to be in the top eight? Is he? What is your opinion, Mr. Kilbasa and Mr. Savant, on Mr. Todd Gurley and the Rams? Because that's the elephant in the room. What's Gurley going to do? <clears throat> well, did we ever figure out what was wrong with him? And is it fixed? Oh, sure. or is, it, is he admitted what was anything was wrong with him? His heart? No, he has, arthritic, he has an arthritic condition in his knee from, his uh, from the fact that he blew it out in college and then blew it out twice in college basically Ugh. as a young person he was like 18 he he was 17 or 18 when he first did it he very young out, man yeah he blew it out in his freshman year i believe and yep yep year. yep and he was one of those georgia boys who was a young kid in school supposedly he has an arthritic condition that's what they call it an arthritic condition in his knee well that's not going to get any better the only you get the more the, the I mean it's the calcium buildup in your joint basically so depending on the structure of your knee and how the bones all sit right. it can be completely painful it can be manageable and no one knows but based on last year it was painful I got, I think he's going to be really good I was hoping in our draft I was sitting there watching him fall watching him fall and I was like. If he falls to that pick in the fourth round, I'm taking him. Oh, yeah, we have to. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. I was I was going to take him. And then, of course, he got taken by, I think, uh, Tamper took him, didn't he? Yes. I'm pretty sure Tamper took him right, right yes. in front. But uh, um, I think he could be all right. I, the, my, my uncle's, the reason he's off of him is he says that Goff's a choker. Oh, not buying Jared he Goff. He went to huh? the Super Bowl. Dude. He says Goff is. He said that the blueprint's out on how to get to him, and that Goff's going to have a horrible year, and the Rams are going to regret signing him. 
I'm not questioning that. I got question marks on the Rams. There's a reason. There is a smart guy. I think this is not going to be as good, and I think that's what – I think their offense will still be their offense. I think if you look at the history with uh, uh, Phillips, with uh, Bum's kid, Wade, he always – no matter where he goes, the first two years that he's the D coordinator, they're they're excellent. But then they slowly fall off as the years go. I mean, whether it's the Broncos, the Cowboys, whatever. I just think that they're going to be in a lot clo- more close games because their defense isn't going to – I mean, their defense wasn't great last year, but I don't think it's going to be any better. Is what I'm saying. Akeem Talib is a year older. Well, and the, the the Marcus Peters is one of the most overrated corners in the league. I mean, he's way overrated. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Peters comes across as the guy who says, "I love me some of me." Well, and then <laughs> then gets burned over the top like endlessly. Gets to on Saints and Michael Thomas. Yeah. yeah, that's a. And in today's game, that's where you're going to get burned. Been in. We got to the Rams by talking about uh, Mr. Kilbasa's structure of his lineup, America. And yeah, but I'm ready. I, I, I think, you know, he, Meat's got two good quarterbacks that he can put in. I mean, if you look at his team, that he can rotate those quarterbacks on matchups, and they're pretty, that's pretty deadly, man. Yep. I mean, like, it's like your week one. Well, it's a matter of picking the right one week to week. But, I mean, I did something similar last year in, in another league. I had Rivers and Breeze. And anytime Breeze was on the road, I played Rivers. But anytime Breeze was at home, I played Breeze. Worked out pretty and, well. And those are, uh, those are some of the things you have to look at if you're playing fantasy football. If you have Mr. Mahomes, you have Watson. You play. Um, Play. You're playing them. You got you're playing them. But even the great uh, hashtag Baker Mania, there's still question marks. And big, big they, they have to. There's a big proving ground. Uh, I believe uh, the people of some. Greater Ohio should you be pretty some. excited, and they deserve to be excited, Mister Savant. It's been a long time. Yeah. Question. I agree 100. percent They deserve to be excited. They got some great ball players on that team. However. You that first year in, that those, first year in, those first ten games, you look at their road games in those games. Oh, they could be a five hundred team, people. I think after be, after I eight after five, eight weeks, five. I think they'll be five and five. And then then America, they're going to strike some lightning because it's going to get cold and snow this winter. I've seen the forecast. It's going to be some snowy football this season, Mister uh, Savant, Mister Kilbasa. I'm going to enjoy the heck out of that. Well, I think that uh, I think they'll they'll I, we'll see we'll see. I think they got a lot of good players. I think they could be after. It's hard to say that if they go five and five, they'll turn around and go six and zero oh after that. But I think uh, I said nine six and one. I'll stick by it. Um, the other team where, that's where is making that, noise. Where is that tie coming? <laughs> Bengals. Bungles. <laughs> Bungles. The uh, guys, Daddy. when you came, 
wet day in Cincinnati. Toad's asking if we're still going. Yeah, I, I, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give him a ring. He could be calling me right now. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in the dark room while you do that. All right, all right. Little dialing music here. There we go. It's like when you were playing that old 33 record album that you found in the attic that you didn't know there was a record player up there as well. And that's the end of side one. That's the end of side one, everybody. (laughs) We're going to bring in the kid now. Let's see here. Beginning of it says something, something, something. Hola. I think we have have a toad sighting. The Diablo. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. So what have you covered? Well, we covered our, our angst, we've covered <laughs> our uh, angst, and we've covered our angst. And then we've covered How did you Ezekiel. How feel Elliott? about your draft? <laughs> That's one of the Has everybody analyzed their draft yet? Yeah, well. No, not yet, but we started to. Um, as you know, Mr. Toad, uh, there's a boatload of running backs, and, and Mr. Uh, Savant decided to, uh, to give his point of view on, on all those running backs. That was part of the draft. Part, part of the angst of the draft was the red, 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 red coloration of the nation that is Team Kielbasa. That was covered. He, he, called it, he, he nicknamed my draft the meat stack since I stacked it up one. specifically to take him on. So, and he's, he's My totally question right. for you, Kielbasa, is are you going to put a flex in eventually or are you just going <laughs> flexless all year? Now we have met the zebra in the room. <laughs> Because that spot's empty right now. I looked at it this morning. Yeah, just like your kicker spot's empty. Are you are you protesting well, kickers? Well, if you're not going to flex, I don't see any need to kick. So. <laughs> uh, all I can say is we're on to Sunday, and uh, you, the regular season begins <laughs> we're Sunday. We're on to Sunday. We'll see. We'll, oh, we'll, that we'll is see. not the way. That is not the way this program started. <laughs> we're on to oh no, no! This may be side two of our recording but this is like one of them theme albums this is like well this oh we're probably more like tommy than quadrophenia but um hey so I, i'm go- all for it if you want to keep that spot empty i i'm good with that because because i could use the extra bench spot rather than putting a kicker there so i'm happy to we're, do that we're on to uh, sunday what we're on to if, sunday. if you don't flex i will public kick. conspiracy we're on public sunday. conspiracy america is that for a deal Hope the record button is still recording. Next question. Next question. Is there any Domino pizzas going to be exchanged long distance here, men? What's the deal? What's the bribe? What's the proper bribe? Is, is that collusion? Is that collusion? <laughs> if if we just conspire not to play certain <laughs> against uh, um, it's conspiracy. No, it is collusion. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Well then, I'll, I'll probably throw in a kicker eventually. Anyway. What? What? Uh, what what time is it in where you're at? What kickoff on Sunday at eleven AM? We'll see we'll yeah, see you Sunday. Eleven AM. We'll see you Sunday at yeah. eleven AM. All right. All right. I'll meet you on the field. Like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> so are the days, the days of, our of our lives. Luckily it doesn't have to matter tomorrow for the one game, so we can wait. We can wait till Sunday. Right. Yeah, I don't have to make any because I'm gonna have to drop somebody. Which I don't want to do, but Mr. Uh, Diablo. So Diablo, we talked about we talked about our our teams. We haven't really t- we talked about the fantasy implications of tomorrow's game because we all we have Bears and Packers yeah, you, between us. 
You've got Rodgers, don't you? Yeah, I I took him from from Michi this year. He that, took him because he likes the mustache. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's something kind of a rough opening opening game for him. Yeah, well, yeah, I was that, as that I was saying up. that came up. Yeah, as I was saying before. I looked up his week one stats, and they're they're pretty much good whether he was on the road or not. And Thursday night, week one is isn't really like a short week Thursday night. It's just kind of a regular week, you know. That's what they've had a ton of time to right. prepare for it. So right, it's not like he had to play Sunday or anything. Yeah, so that's my thinking behind <laughs> yeah. it. But that's, so that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. Well, I'm, I mean, you draft Aaron Rodgers, you're playing Aaron Rodgers, unless you're the commish. But you know. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Speaking of I, old I, dudes, I mean, I have him in, in another league, and I'm playing him. You know, gotcha. So, I mean, you, he, he's a he's a guy that you don't see with guys like that. If I'm if I'm drafting early on a quarterback like that, which isn't often, but if I do, I don't even back him up. You know, that's just my every week guy, and, and I figure part of the plus of of drafting a, one of the elite quarterbacks is that I don't worry. You don't about have to. Yep. You don't. And so it gives you that extra spot to, you know, have an extra running back or a wide receiver that, you know, maybe kind of a lottery pick. Uh, I've tried that uh, for two years with Aaron Rodgers, and for two years it bit me in the tuckus. And as a consequence, I couldn't keep him. I couldn't come close to thinking of him. You know, in fantasy sports, there are times where guys burn you, and you just can't bring them back. And when I saw that mustache and said, Johnny Kilbasa loves a man with a mustache <laughs> like that, I knew that I had to, like, wait and wait and wait because, I personally, I don't like a man with a mustache like that. That's all there is to it. However. It, it tickles too much? Is that it? <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, I'm making a joke. But Mr. Kilbasa, I had that same idea. I got my one. I don't need anybody else. And it's a it's a good way to approach it. But you went ahead and hedged your bet. I'm very curious to know why, Mr. Kavasa. Why did you hedge your bet and draft Aaron, uh, Mr. Goff to go around and be Aaron Rodgers? Well, backup? and yeah, you drafted your second quarterback fairly early, too. I did. I, I've taken a lot that of criticism doesn't fit into the That doesn't fit into the meat stack scenario, by the way. So just just throw well, anything. Meat stack I, it's here. not. It wasn't a hundred percent meat stack. It was a. It was a half meat stack. <laughs> but I will see. Go through the throughout the off season. Golf was my guy. I was going to keep golf until well, you had him last year, didn't? Yeah, you? and he he did yeah. he did well. And and now that um that Gurley might not be what he once was, I'm thinking they might have they they'd have more passing yards. But as I kept talking to Mishy throughout and I and I heard him talk himself out of of Aaron Rodgers and I was already t- I had talked myself out of Russell Wilson cuz I had him for four and I was tired of it, you know, tired of Russell Wilson. So yeah, I, I was letting him go. Can't. Well, I I just don't trust that Seattle offensive game plan you know that's the only problem i mean russell wilson's a super talented guy and he has those weeks where he just goes off right sometimes i just don't know what i don't know what's going on up there you know in seattle it's just kind of mr diablo Diablo, i look at i look at i look at russell wilson this way anytime after week six he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in football yeah he does come on stronger at the end of the year no question and for me um, I went ahead and, and Mr. Savant was talking about guys a year late or guys who were hyped up the previous year who are now going to perform. And I took a flyer on Jimmy G out there in San Francisco. 
um, you know, I needed to switch things up. Needed to switch things up. You took three keepers this year, Diablo. Did you not? I did. All running Who, All the running horsemen. backs. The, the three, three horsemen, horsemen of the Diablo. <laughs> the three horsemen <laughs> of the Diablo. LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and then I have LaShawn McCoy oh. sort of waiting to see if he turns in anything. But I don't even need him, but. You know, who knows? Maybe that situation turns into something. Yeah, I'll be you pissed know, off about that. If you ask me, LeSean McCoy is the RB1 in Kansas City. I mean, I just think he is. It might take a few weeks, but he's going to be the guy there, I think. Oh, and you can see a veteran Hall of Fame style being looking at, you know, Mahomes is looking at him, and he's looking at Mahomes and kid, I got this. Yeah. You know, and and for and Andy Reid is all about bringing in the next I don't Hall think of Fame would quarterback. Have brought him in and paid him, you know, it's not like it's huge money, but I don't think he would have paid him a few million dollars if he was just going to sit there and on the bench and do nothing. I mean, they brought him in for a reason. Yep. Yep, he's stable. He's a veteran. And Mahomes is now what a, a second year starter. It's probably yeah. a really good move. Probably an excellent move. Fantasy-wise, we have to see Fantasy-wise, we have to see. Yeah, and, and and I'm in a I'm in a position where I can afford to just take a flyer on it, and if it doesn't work, you know, so what? My question is, um, in the red meat mode, why didn't you pick up Shady McCoy, Mister Kilbasa? I I I didn't get to the waiver wire in time, and I'm in denial because <laughs> I want because <laughs> I want Damian Williams to be the man. <laughs> well, all right, all right. So it's not but a. But that's why. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I thought about it, but I, I think actually by the time you mentioned it, he was he was already gone. I don't think I had there paid attention, so Toad jumped on it. So the Savants, are you back, Savant? Are you done uh, yeah, developing dude. film? Yeah, I'm here. And so oh. is the Toad. Hey, what's up? I heard you, brother. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. So I think it, as far as me and the Savant, I mean, we have a great rival, bitter rivalry. And and right up there in the top rivalry list is definitely Mishy and the Toad. So you guys, you know, you guys are bitter now. Toad, you took Le'Veon Bell because you've always had Le'Veon Bells, but now he kind of yeah. shifted into a new role and you're able to stuff to, the Mishy with it. I figured I had to uh, – I kept him all last year, you know, yeah. he wasn't playing so I figured it would be kind of silly to have kept him all last year and not keep him this year. So we'll see. You know, I've, I've got some some reservations just like anybody else with a, with a guy that hasn't played in, you know, two years or whatever. But, you know, the volume, as long as he can stay healthy, the volume's going to be there. So I figure he's got, at the very least, a high floor. And, you know, I don't know what the ceiling is. But. Oh, man. I mean, he was one of the best a couple years ago. And now uh, nobody's been saying anything we'll about him. He's been, I mean, as far as what I've heard, I haven't heard anything about him all preseason long. And I think there's a pretty good chance that he comes out and just destroys the Bills. This well, week. He, he came out and said, you know, he wants the ball. He doesn't want a limited role to start with or anything. He's just like, let's go. You know, I'm here to play. And, yeah, um, we'll, and, see. And, we'll see. And 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 the diva is now a jet. 
That should be yeah. that should be a big warning sign up there. I know. I have a is now a jet. I'm not crazy about owning a jet, but you know that's, <laughs> how, that's just how. No, but you're, but, the but cards. you're you're okay with divas though. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I, I wouldn't be crazy about having Antonio Brown this year, but you know he'll be fine. I'm sure. He's oh, more. He, he's not a diva though. He's just crazy. I mean. Yeah, there's and a Sony difference. Just start raving mad. I think. I don't think it's a diva thing. I think he's sort of <laughs> done the Michael Jackson, like he's Mike just, Tyson sort of thing yeah, too. He's, he's gone off. He's crazy. Whatever. <laughs> All right. All right. So Le'Veon Bell as a keeper. Your second yeah. keeper is Alvin Kamara. Boy, is that a good football player down in New Orleans? And and who now America? When I saw Mister Diablo's keeper list, I saw the guy named Connor on Pittsburgh was not available, and this was two months ago. And the flying one over there said, "Oh, blah blah blah, Michi, you took all rookie running backs and you you jumped really far." Well, all the guys I basically had, much like the monkeys draft, I had on my board for a long time. And the minute I said on our thread individual sort of tweet mode, you know, on the ones and twos, as it were, that, oh, it's going to be great. Mr. Uh, Toad is going to drop Connor and I'm going to take him. And I had no intention of taking Mr. Connor, Mr. Diablo. I could be very wrong, but you took him, you taking him off the board made it easier for me to take all the rookies. And I'm, 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 I, I for one, want to thank you right now. I am all about all you want. Easier for, to, for you to lose, Kamesh. Well, that's what that seems to be the consensus, guys. And uh, I know I'm I'm taking a big guess here, but I had a feeling. And sometimes you got to go with it, you know. So you're gonna yes, choose you do. sausage. You're gonna choose the sausage, or you're gonna choose, you know, some hot dogs for lunch. It really depends. You got onions. You got peppers. We're having sausage. Now that was the you know the third keeper. I had options there, so that's why that waited so long. I had. Connor, I had Mixon and Michael Thomas. And it was really down between Connor and Thomas. And Thomas. Sure. You know, sure. the Bengals just looked like such a disaster. And I'm already stuck with Mixon and my other leads. So I was like, I didn't need uh, double exposure to, to that. So at the end of the day, it was just, you know, running backs are just so much harder to come by. So I just... And one of them's probably going to get hurt, you know, at some point. And so if you yeah. have three of them, if one of them gets hurt, then I still have two RB1s. So, you know, that's that's part of the, the thought process there. There you go. Words of wisdom from a fantasy football genius, Mr. Diablo. <laughs> no days off, man. No, no days, days off. <laughs> Do you have a ring, Mr. Diablo? I have... Uh, what do I have now? Seven, seven rings. It'll be there. Yeah, after this year. <laughs> Happy times, Patriot uh, fans. We'll see. I, I'm. A, I have to say, I am a little bit worried about the Bats' line this year. Uh, we lost the, the center. center. The center just went out. Yeah, yep. that's huge. And and we've lost depth there too. Like some guys that were sort of backups are out. So it's it could be. Tom could be seeing some more turf than he's used to Tom. this year. Say it ain't so. I know. I know. Say what are you going to do? So. Are you going to play the game? No days off. No days off. 
do your job. Do your job. It's not hard. It's it seems you imagine, Mr. Kilbasa, you're about the most accomplished uh, football player on the phone right now. You are a talented athlete, but can you imagine? Can you imagine the state of these guys playing? And here we are talking about fantasy football and who's going to score me points for my team. And I know it's blasphemy to say that, but I think sometimes we forget how great these guys are as athletically in a game that we just really is the best game, pro football. I'll tell you what. And its days might be numbered. We In 20, 20 years, will there be football like this? We don't know. Well... I don't know. I have. Uh, we've had this discussion, Mr. Uh, Toad. What is your opinion on that? I'll be curious. Uh, longevity of football and the way the game is changing, vis-a-vis some of the head injuries and trauma. Will there be talented players? Will kids just stop playing? Will we have football the way we know it in 20 years? Well, you're talking to a guy that didn't play football growing up, so I can't really speak to the youth uh, programs as far as that goes. I was I played soccer growing up so i never played organized football just sort of get together games Uh, i don't know i mean as far as the concussions and stuff like that i don't know i mean obviously it seems like there's a trend for people to to keep their kids from playing it Uh, the thing that that worries me more is from a fan standpoint is just the rule changes that are going on uh you know the the interference and then uh you know, savant, as we call him now, I guess, was talking about the holding, the changes in the holding rules. And I don't know. It just seems like we're coming up with more ways to to slow the game down and to break it up and to make it less fun to watch. So I don't know what that's more commercial. Yeah. I mean, is that what it is? The goddamn commercials. commercials. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't get why they're doing it. I mean, this the whole interference thing is because one guy blew an egregious call in the playoffs last year. I mean, just fire the guy and say, look, he, he screwed it up. He screwed it up for a lot of people, so we fired him. But instead, we've got to change the rule, and it's just going to be a mess this year. I mean, it's going to be awful. They're just going to be chucking it down the field, and they're going to be throwing interference flags and looking at it on replay three times as, as much as they used to. And I'm not going to get the six points for Tariq Hill being, and neither are you, Mr. Savant, being interfered with on the 32-yard well, line and that's, with that's zero, 0 on the clock. But well, Mr. Kielbasa's kicker will get three points from a play. I'm playing I'm playing Kielbasa, right? I'm winning by two points. Tariq Hill, pass interference, didn't catch the ball. He's off, didn't catch the ball. Mr. Kibasa's kicker yeah. comes in, boots one, and takes the game. For I actually ever. took that into account this year with, as far as, like, the decision because there's going to be, you know, probably all the receivers are going to lose a couple hundred receiving yards this year. I mean, I, I don't have any facts to back that up, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if everyone's sort of down a couple hundred yards, right? It'll, it'll last. It'll, that's going to last about two weeks. And then they, I hope. The, everybody, the, the world's going to go up in arms, and then they're going to be like, "All right." Yeah. Either that, or hey, they're going to dig in harder. I don't know, Mr. 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 Kibasa, Mr. Mr. Kibasa Diablo just said it. Either that, or they're going to dig in harder. 
Roger Goodell runs this. And if he says enforce this until he says stop enforcing it, much like a bleep in change in the PSL paid when we just decide to try a flex. It doesn't have to do with the kid from New Orleans. It has to do with Goodell making a simple choice. This is what we're doing. And you can say he placated to that choice, and he did, but right now it's on Goodell. Right now it's on Goodell and no one else. And it's going to be – I don't think they're going to back off it. And, it. and Mr. Diablo said it could be kind of farcical after a while and have a – you know, people play some big money fantasy football. People bet. People do their thing. Boy, it could be a little bit of a changer, as Mr. Diablo said. Yeah. And maybe plus or minus, plus or minus, eight games are going to change on this this year. Go ahead, ask a question. I got a question. Sure. All right. Do you think? I mean, I know they're they're saying it's because of the call in the NFC Championship and all that. Okay. However, I got a conspiracy theory. Sweet. (laughs) Okay. This is the first year that across the country there's legalized sports gambling. Mm. Oh, and you're talking about it's going to go up to the booth and there's going to be some funny business going on. Right? We're not only is the... You get, a, you get a video replay first, you just made money. Is it coincidence that all of a sudden... We're going to start replaying judgmental calls? Yeah. No, that's a good point. That is just... I'm sorry. That was... It took, down, bo- it, it took <laughs> down boxing, fellas. It took down boxing. Well, the, what, what gets me is... What gets me is is that... There are NFL stadiums using betting sites' names as endorsers. True. FanDuel. <laughs> The NFL is using Caesars Palace as an endorser. It's very odd to me that all of a sudden we we open a Pandora's box that they have said for years and years and years and years and years that they're never going to do. And the year that the the first year that there there is nationwide legalized sports gambling, they decide to implement this rule. That's a conspiracy theory, America. That we can all get behind. I think it's a pretty legitimate conspiracy theory. It's not not some craziness. It just is kind of weird, isn't it? I like how. That's yeah, it's pretty good, Mr. Kielbasa. Uh, I think I think it, I think it's a good I think it's a good conspiracy theory I think it's a good theory. It's uh I, you know I just wanted to everybody just wants them to play and have less penalties. And it, it, man, everything you can—it's like holding. They're going to emphasize holding. Great, that's that's what the game needs. Yeah, more that's holding what we calls. need. More holding calls. I know. Well, the guy that's... I heard, the guy I heard the other day on it was Mike Pereira. You all, you know who he is. He was on. He was on the. Uh, um, there's two two different radio shows I listen to on uh, NFL Network, and uh, the main one. I listened to with Pat Kerwin and Jim Miller to call moving the change. It's every afternoon. And they, they talk, they have them on and talk to them all the time about, you know, stuff that they're emphasizing and whatnot. And he made a good point about this new rule. He said, as many times as they 
in the preseason, they never changed the call. Every time it was challenged, it was never changed. And he said that he thought that was going to be pretty much the norm, that it would have to be something so blatant like it was in the NFC Championship that that's the only way that they would change the call. And that's why he said he didn't think that that would be the most impactful rule change. He said that he knows for a fact that the league has come down and said that they're going to be tighter on calling offensive holding. And he used the example that in the preseason, that this preseason there were twice as many holding calls, offensive holding calls, than last preseason. And he said the first four weeks of the season, you're going to see it being in almost nauseam of how much offensive holding they're going to call. That sounds awesome. I know. <laughs> well, that that's going to low when you're talking about lowering stats and lowering, you know, scores and stuff like that. That offensive holding will have much more of an effect on that than anything. Yeah, because the ball's not moving downfield on those calls. No, it's, it's going back. Interference. Yeah. But it, yeah. His his thing was that it's going to make games longer. It's going to make pass-catching running backs much more fantasy viable. I wonder if they'll, well, they'll get sponsored. This holding call was brought to you by Arby's, exactly. where you can hold a big sandwich. The other thing he said, it gives them, gives them much more time to, to have uh, uh, commercials. If, they, if you keep backing people up and it makes the games longer, it makes more commercial time in between. Is there? Right, uh, I gotta head in. The wife's uh, giving me looks like, "Why am I sitting in my car in the driveway?" You should <laughs> invite her out. Invite her out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's date night on the phone in the car. It's take a fun. drive. You date just night in the, the drive. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Sponsored by Appreciate right, your insight. Guys. Thanks for calling All in. Right. And we'll talk to you on the gridiron this weekend. I'll see you this weekend, Kilbasa. What's going to happen? A, uh, leave that they have a, uh, you guys better behave yourselves. That's all I want to say. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care. See ya. Good night. And the big mystery of the night is where the heck is the champion Hex? He's very shy. He's very shy. Call him up. Yeah, he's, he's, He won't answer. He's afraid. He's afraid of seeing anything. Yeah, that is very hex-like, by the way. He doesn't want to hex himself. He doesn't want to hex himself. Obviously, obviously, it's just not a bad thing. And if you know our man Hex, it's easy to hex yourself. It's a <laughs> terrible thing. Oh, he had he he's got a good team, man. He's got a very good team. He's got a good team. He's he drafted a good team last night in our other draft. He. he did his homework. The only guy he reached on last night was Cooper Cup. He, he reached pretty hard on him. You're not high on Mr. Cup. I can see why the early stuff about him is. But, again, I'm not sure if Mr. Cabasa on the ones and twos has the latest on Cooper Cup in our debate. Has he or has he not been in practice, Mr. Cabasa? Cooper, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Dun, 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 dun. Who uh, was your sleeper teams this year, Mr. Savant? In the National Football League. Uh, you, you want me to start with uh, your conference, you guys' conference? Sure. You, uh, sure. Our conference. I, like, I, like, I, I actually like your team. 
the New York Football Jets? I do like them. I actually drafted. I've got one in our league, and I've got three in uh, last night. I drafted three guys last night. Did you take Le'Veon Bell? No, I took uh, I took uh, uh, Robbie Anderson, Jameson Crowder, and Mr. Darnold. Sam Darnold should be pretty interesting as, here. Well, in that in that league, we 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 played two quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. So you you got to have three. To, you know, you got to make sure you have someone to play in the bye. And he's my number three. Sam Arnold's Darnold. my number three, yeah. Well, that could be good for him. I'm going to send, you know, we got to get him on the ones and twos. So we know yeah. Savant has a little love for him. Finally. I like I like that team. I like the, the – I think the, the Jets are – I think they'll beat Cleveland in week two. <laughs> I, I've said that all along. I think they'll be Cleveland in week two. I think uh, I think they're going to give Dallas all they want when Dallas comes to play. I did everything I could to try to get tickets, and and it's just it's too expensive right now. I don't have the money to come and I was going to come and take you to the game, but I just unless I sell something between the time of here and then, I can't make it. But if I sell something, maybe I can still swing it. But I go. wanted really bad to come to New York and take you to that game. I think they'll give the. I think they'll. Cowboys will have a hard time with them, especially there in the Meadowlands. But uh, I like the Jets in the AFC. Is one of my dark horses, and uh, I think. Uh, um, I'm not a big believer in the Raiders, like a lot of people are, or the Broncos. A lot of people I heard recently are picking the Broncos kind of to be a dark horse team. I don't see it. Um, in the NFC, I, it's hard to say. I like the Niners, but you just, you don't know about their defense yet. I don't know if their defense is good enough and then they have enough supporting cast for, to, to, to make win 10 run. games. To win 10 games. Yeah, because you're, yeah, I just, everybody's saying that 9 and 7 will get you a wild card, and I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I Not in the, the NFC. I just don't see it. But I like, uh, if you want to go break down each division, I mean, each division, uh, AFC, you know, I like the Patriots, AFC North, uh, Steelers. South, I like uh, – um, it's a toss-up between Jacksonville and Houston. I I, I, I can see either one of them winning it. Um, I, I, probably lean, I would lean probably more to Houston. And then in the West, Casey and uh, the Chargers. So I think the Chargers or Casey – whoever don't win the division will be the wild card. And then it played like I, that last year, did it not? Yes. Yeah, last year was the same yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, and I think whoever doesn't win the division will be the wall card, and I think the other wall card will be between whoever doesn't win the South, let's say Jacksonville, Baltimore, Cleveland, and the Jets. There you go. And then in the NFC, I think they, between the Cowboys and the Eagles in the East – Whoever doesn't win the East will be a wild card. And then in the North, I think it'll be between the, the, the Bears and uh, the Packers. 
Vikings. You don't like Minnesota. You're not liking Minnesota to have a I good just, back this year. You know, I, I drafted. I was really high on them, and I drafted their defense. And then that night, later on that night, I read some stuff that I really didn't like, and and I dropped them as soon as I read it. And, what on uh, your de- what on their defensive line did you not like that made you do that? Not on their defensive line. They, Xavier Rhodes is hurt. Nah, he's he's a great football player. He's their number one shutdown cornerback, and if he's hurt, the way they want to play, the style they want to play, is run the ball and keep the score low. And if your number one cornerback, your shutdown corners hurt, you can't do that. So <laughs> then you put flags. then you put Kirk Cousins in a position to where you're not running the ball and you're having to throw it, and that's what happened last year, and. I just don't trust him, and I think that uh, I think the Bears are for real. I think they're solid. I think they're solid. They're a solid team. If 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 Trubisky improves, which is a big hit, but I think he will. I think he will. He's a, he's a he's got a good coach, and then I like um, Saints in Atlanta in the South and whoever doesn't win will be the other wild card. And, uh, Mr. Savant, I'd like to finish this. And I got a question for you. The Rams still in the West. I just don't, I, I don't, I'm not as high on Seattle as everybody else is. I think Seattle is just, I thought they were, uh, I thought they were, they were, uh, lucky last year. They, 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 you know, I, I thought they, the ball went the certain games went their way that should have gone the other way, and I think that they didn't improve their team. In I think they had a better team last year than they do this year, and wow. that's not going to cut it. And I think that, like I said, the 49ers could surprise people, but I just don't see. So you know, in the NFC, I would say Philadelphia, Dallas. Chicago, uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, and L.A. I would pick W my six. Okay, there you go. I I feel good about I feel good about my team this year. I think I think they're gonna. As long as the redheaded stepchild doesn't have to get into coaching warfare with somebody, <laughs> and like comes down to him having to to time manage something in a crunch position. In the playoffs against uh, the guy for for uh, McVeigh or or uh, the guy for Philadelphia, as long as we don't get in that position, I like the, I like the Cowboys to, to get there. I like it to, to, to get to the championship game. The rest that's of a, it, who knows? That's I mean, a ways away. That is a ways I away. I like I like I think that we have. I think the Cowboys have got the best team that they've had since they 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 have the right now they have the best team they've had since when they won back all the years on the ago. defensive on the defensive side of the ball. That's why. That's why they have the best team they had. Yep. I mean, a few years back when they lost with, with Romo and and, Mar- and Demarco Murray and everything, they lost to Green Bay with the. the Non-catch by Dez, which was a catch. That team was really good, but their defense wasn't near as good as this defense is. And that's the difference. And that's why I say 
the thing is, is if you got to look at things this way, this is why I like Pittsburgh so much. Okay. I like Pittsburgh for the same reason I like the Cowboys. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to hold teams. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to hold teams to twenty-one points a game. <clears throat> and you're telling me that offense can't score more than twenty-one points a game? I am. I, my... I, I say the majority of the time they are going to score more than twenty-one points a game. I think the Cowboys are in the same kind of situation. They're going to hold teams to 20, 21 points a game. And the majority of the time, more times than not, they're going to score more than 21 points a game. That's my worry with some of these other teams, you know. Kansas City, yeah, Kansas City's going to score 30 points a game, but can their defense hold someone to 30 points a game? They brought in a new defensive coordinator. I know they did. And they they brought in a a really good good player player from Seattle, yeah. Brought in a good safety that I like a lot. I, love, I mean, I, I mean, they brought in some good players. However, I mean, you got to play the ball game. And they, and they, and when you talk about football, and we, I mean, if you replay the, what we talked about last year, I'm sure I said it last year. The game is won in the trench. Period. Stop. It, that's the game. The game. Football is never going to change. It's one up front. Who has the best offensive line? Who has the best defensive line? Or front seven, you know, linebackers and, and set. You know, in today's the football, Philadelphia fellas, Eagles, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles, is top five. five on both sides of the ball. Dallas Cowboys, top five, both sides of the ball. Pittsburgh Steelers, top five, both sides of the ball. They're going to be last. Yeah. Well, They're going to be have- you mean they're going to have a chance to win ball games? Is what you tell exactly. Me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be in the hunt. They're they're going to be there, and that's what. They, and you know, when you get back to what you're talking about about the Rams, the Rams lost some offensive linemen now, and they're old. The ones and that are old, it's exactly right. And then they lost and Dominican Sue on the the defensive line, and everybody's like, "Well, he's not that good." Yeah, that guy's that good. He is that good, and losing him is going to matter, and they don't have the greatest linebackers. I mean, it showed in the playoffs. It, their linebacker course, eh, okay, whatever. I mean, Aaron Donald makes up for a lot, but, eh, I mean, eh. You know, so I can see the, the Rams taking steps back. That's another thing about the Saints are one of those teams. Their offensive line is stout, man. I mean, top five, once again, you know. Their defensive line and their linebackers, they're good. I wouldn't consider them top five, but they're good. They're, and, and in the past, that's what's always held them back is their defense hasn't been up to snuff. So I think the Saints would be there. My only worry about the Saints, and I, I'm I'm really – I had Breeze last year in, in a league, and the way he fell off in the last eight games of the season, six, eight games of the season, really showed something to me. And in my opinion – yeah, the call in that game cost them the game, but in actuality, Drew Brees lost that game for the New Orleans Saints. Long before that the call. play was made. Long before that play was made. Exactly. There were other plays made. Drew Brees played a made. horrible second half in that ball game. And they had to but they got the coin flip. They were on midfield. All they had to make is fifteen yards to kick the field goal. Get there. And they could. And he threw an interception, and he threw a bad interception. 
And I'm just, I'm, a, I just don't think the Saints can beat the Eagles or the Cowboys because I think that they'll bring the pressure on Breeze. And I think if you look at last season when the Cowboys upset the, the, the Saints, when the Saints were on that run and the Cowboys beat them on that Sunday night game and just beat Breeze up, made him look bad, that was kind of the blueprint the rest of the way for the rest of the teams. Well, now everybody's going to do that. The phrase the, blueprint is the same thing that's being applied to the Rams right now. Exactly. Well, well, in that, that, the blueprint to beat the Rams was given on that Monday night game when they played Chicago. And yep. a, a girly sat out because he was hurt. And then they said, okay, Goff, you got to go out and win it. And then they just destroyed him. And they put the blue, said, okay, the blueprint's out there. Well, Goff gets happy feet and starts throwing the ball up if he gets under pressure. Well, I mean, and he's also not the most accurate quarterback when under pressure. Exactly. He's not always, he's not always do, accurate but some are worse with no other. pressure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you talk about thing. New Orleans. You talked about New Orleans a minute ago. And, I want, you know, we had this discussion. Mr. Kibasa, we've had this discussion. Quarterbacks getting old. Somehow, maybe I'm getting older and now it's a subject. I don't know. But there's, a, there's four or five guys over the age of 35. Some of them are 38 and more. Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Mr. Breeze, Mr. Brady, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Rivers, Father of the Year, and and your man, Aaron Rodgers. And I had a discussion with the uh, flying one, and we I asked him quite point blank. I said, do you see any of the older quarterbacks falling off the table? And I'm we proceeded, Mr. Cabasa, to have like 15 minutes of, of a beautiful conversation. And I'm asking here right now, end of side two, you know, preseason fantasy football primer is done. Mr. Savant, what is the situation with older quarterbacks? Maybe not just Breeze, but do you see any of them falling off the table like some people like to think about? And obviously I am thinking about. Well, I think, think like I said earlier, I think Breeze is – I I wouldn't touch him. I – I stayed away from him for a reason because I think that I think that he I told you a couple months ago I think that it's set up for him to something to happen. I think he's something's going to happen. Whether it, it's either he plays bad or he gets hurt, but I think Bridgewater's going to save. Him. I really do. I really I, I just have right. a feeling. That's why I brought it up. I, That's why I brought I have, up that is some I have serious a feeling stuff about that. Now, it, with Rivers, I think Rivers still is fine. And, and part of the reason why is, is that wacky, wacky <laughs> throwing motion that he has, that shot put throwing motion, and the fact that he's just a gigantic human being, and he's a big dude, and he, he doesn't really get hit. And he doesn't necessarily throw the long pass as good as he, he, he used to, but – the, he doesn't have to because the guy he's throwing it to on long passes is what six foot six, six foot seven. Yeah, like he's Williams. a power forward. He's a power forward. He's and he's gigantic. So all he has to throw it is like in the range. And I think I think Rogers will have an excellent season. I think Rogers will be top three. But oh, it's all said and done. oh, Michi, Michi, Michi. I, I think. Like Rod- that. 
I think Rodgers would be top three. And I think, uh, who else did you say? I think Roethlisberger will be top ten. I don't think he has to be better than that. I mean, you people forget he threw for 5,000 yards last year, man. Certainly did. I mean, he was he was a big part of the reason why Hex won. A big oh, yes. part of it. He big helped part people. of it. He didn't help his team Hex win a championship. He helped more than a few people win a championship. Yeah, I mean, and, and, I mean, I think Roethlisberger will be fine because of the way they're going to run the ball, and he's going to have a lot of – he doesn't – He'll still throw the deep ball every once in a while, but he'll have a lot of crossing routes. And I think he's got guys that that'll get yak yards, lots of like after the catch yards. Um, who else? Who else did we say? Manning's been done. He's he's not he's not even worth a thought. He's not even and, worth uh, a look. Flacco's shout done. Flacco's in that group. Yeah, there you go. Flacco's Flacco and how many? How, what's our bet there? Meet on that on Flacco's touchdowns. <laughs> I don't know what was it over under. Yeah, you bet me like a hundred bucks that it would be over. <laughs> I think it was like what you said four thousand yards in in twenty five touchdowns. I'm pretty sure that, I did not say that, but. <laughs> well, we're trying to get it on tape here, but we might not get that. But he's done. He's done. I don't. I there's nothing about. He didn't have the receivers, I don't think. I just don't like Denver's team at all. Um, but the the I really just I don't of all the guy and I think uh, Tom Brady don't get about shower. I'll tell you right. I'll tell you right now. I got five minutes and I got to call my dad. There you go, Brady. Let's wrap it up. Though. You uh, on Sunday on Sunday night on Sunday night. You're going to get a preview of what – I think the Patriots are as stacked this year as they were last year as far as talent. And and I, I, I really like their receiver core a lot. I think they're, they're excellent. Their running back group is excellent. Their defense is every bit as good as it was last year. It's excellent defense. Just like with New Orleans – I really question. I heard a guy the other day on the NFL Network say that if you take this is Brady's twentieth season, right? Uh, nineteenth or twentieth, yeah. I think it's his nineteenth or twentieth season. Okay, yeah. If you take all the playoff games he's played, he's played the almost, extra years. almost, almost four full seasons. Wow! Awesome. And awesome. that exactly is awesome. But awesome. I'm That's telling awesome. you this, it's got to catch up to you, man. I mean, and the thing is, as soon as that center went out, and they, they brought in, in the last week, they brought in four linemen, four from other teams. They made trades and brought in four different linemen. Well, that tells you they got a problem. And Pittsburgh's going to come after them, man. Pittsburgh's going to come after him, and they're going to come after him hard because they've got an axe to grind, especially the way they lost that game last year at Pittsburgh. You have have in front of you, if you were going to Las Vegas, you're telling me that you are taking the Pittsburgh Steelers over the world champs Sunday night. You bet. You bet. Wow. I almost want to say, I almost want to say, 
if I'm betting this week, let's say what a fourteen parley, three yeah. teams, fourteen parley, yeah, man, three, go four and take one out. That's the way I do. Okay, I don't know what the point spread point spreads are. That's I, I, I I'm not sure what the point spreads are, but I will take Kansas City all day. I don't care how many points they're giving up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll take them all day long. Right. I'll take eat in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. In Jacksonville, in the muggy with the, the hurricane just passed through, it'll be probably wet and hot and the whole deal. I'll take the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Not even think about, it. not even a question. The other one, I guarantee you, I'll take. Guarantee, is, America is the Detroit Lions playing the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. <laughs> the mo- could be the worst game of the year, people. Well, but I, I'll tell you right now. Two bad teams Matt, to play Matt an exciting Patricia, game. How's Matt that? Patricia, Matt Patricia <laughs> will have that defense all over that rookie quarterback. It's a, the, the, It goes back to the whole thing of Belichick doesn't lose to rookie quarterbacks. Well, his defense coordinator for how many years was Matt Patricia? He ain't losing to, the, to no rookie quarterback. Tell you what, I'll tell you what, that rookie quarterback wins that game. Patricia is on a very short leash. Philadelphia goes in Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, the Ravens, don't the Ravens go to Miami? I believe Miami is coming up here. I could be wrong. <laughs> Whatever the points are, take the Ravens. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick's liable to be on a stretcher by halftime. Absolutely. And if you draft in fantasy football, the daily people, you got to be all over the Ravens. Oh, my God. I mean, mean, Miami's a dumpster fire. Arizona's a dumpster fire. I mean, you got to. Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins. Okay, who did they play? Cincinnati Bengals. The the Washington Redskins are going to Philadelphia to play. Oh, take Philadelphia no matter how many points they're giving up. And, no and then, then my last one. I think that I think the Pittsburgh's getting like seven. I would think they're getting at least seven. I would somehow take I saw that. Somehow I saw something like that. Yeah, I would take Pittsburgh. I'd be all over that. I would definitely be all over Pittsburgh. And there's one more, one more to throw at you. Another bad team going up to Seattle, and the team from Northern Kentucky, the Cincinnati Bengals, are going to Oh, they'll get destroyed. They're going to visit Seattle to open their season. Yeah, they'll they'll get destroyed. And you wonder why I – and you guys wonder why I passed on Joe Mixon. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is the the one thing about Cincinnati players, if if you're thinking about getting a player from a bad team, you want to go with wide receivers over running backs because sure. they're going to have to throw the ball to catch up because they're going to be so far behind. And when they're so far behind, other the other the opposing defenses go into a more blitz mode and man-to-man coverage, and big plays can happen. So wide receivers on bad teams can still have good stats. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's the only thing about – but running backs, no. I mean, like, it's hard to say that – I mean, the only reason I like David Johnson on the Cardinals having a decent year is that rookie quarterback's just going to dump it down to him 100 times every game, you know. And he's going to get his yards and his production, you know, getting little short passes. 
But like Mixon for the Bengals, I don't like. There ain't no way I was drafting him. There ain't no way I was drafting any Miami Dolphins player. Period. Oh, you can't. You know, you just no, can't. no. Well, well, who are you going to? I mean, the only guy I thought about, even thought about drafting on the Redskins was Geis, Darius Geis, because they do have a halfway decent offensive line, but they don't have no quarterback. So, and they don't have Trent Williams either. Well, supposedly they're saying he's going to play. He's going to come back because he needs the money. But I don't see it. I just don't see it. But, he needs the money. Yeah, <laughs> he's already made a hundred some million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That that was pretty funny. I like that. You made me you like almost call well, up jello there. Supposedly he takes care of his whole family. He, I heard a whole spiel about it the other day about how he takes care of his whole family and everything. What does he own a village in Guatemala? What do you mean he takes? No, care no, of his he's from. He, I think he's a poor kid from Texas, I believe. All right, so he owns a town in Texas. Yeah, I think so. All right, well, hey, thanks a lot, <laughs> yeah, Flying Savant. Go, you, I'm sorry. I you set the record dad, straight. Thanks a lot for your input. This is your your third for your third round table and at least your uh 10th time on the sausage hut now so thanks a lot and congratulations on zeke elliott coming back to the fold and the cowboys are off and running for the super bowl session this year so dude if they win the super bowl do you know how you guys i'm gonna be intolerable you know that between between hex and i will be intolerable yeah, I mean it's been it's been, god dang man, it's almost no. a half a lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah almost. Memories <laughs> like the corner. All right, of my man. Mind. Take care. We'll see you. We'll we'll talk to you again throughout the year when when you need to come set the well, record straight. Well, we need to talk again. before next week's game since uh, I'm playing the meat stack. <laughs> meat stack. A, yeah, big week two with uh, Browns, Jets, Savant, meat stack. Hoo-wee. It's going heavy. Hey, Mr. It's going Savant, Mr. Savant, Mr. Savant, I'm going to ask the intern to put a meat stack promo together. <laughs> Can you say meat stack four times fast or any way you want to? Three times. Can you just give us a little something? Maybe we get some production in for next week. Go ahead. Meat stack, meat stack, meat stack, meat stack, meat stack, meat stack, meat stack. <laughs> <laughs> America live, or you production. could call it the sausage stack. You call the 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 the, the, uh, the, uh, the chief meat stack. That, that'd be even harder to say, like many times. Chief meat stack. Chief meat stack. Chief meat stack. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys later. All right, man. Take care. Likewise. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Ciao. There he goes, the three-time champion, the flying one. Prognosticating. He is, so to, he is so desperate to win a fantasy football game. It, 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 you know, his home team stinks. Imagine the angst, Mr. Bill His home team doesn't stink, and uh, we're all desperate for a championship in that matter. Mishy, let's wrap it up here, buddy. Great yes, time as usual. What do you think? This is it's all over, but the the whatever. It's all over, but the playing football now. We're finally think, uh, over. August is such a August sucks. As far as sports goes, and now I'll tell you it's what, time. I'll tell you what, America, it, it, you're like me in some small measure. The anticipation, the drafting, now the anticipation of seeing what the lineups are. 
and you have the pro game, you have your fantasy game, and as long as Mr. Cabasa invite us back, we're going to talk some fantasy football. We may have jumped around a little bit, but week in and week out, we're going to be there. I appreciate it, Mr. Cabasa. I appreciate it. Mishy. Hammering the hammer in the anchor on the fantasy football lineup, getting us through another year. Oh boy, here we go. We're gonna have football minutes on the Mark Aram shows on Monday. We're gonna have Michi Wednesday or Thursday, hopefully, throughout the season. We'll see if we both stay out of jail. That is the key. Oh, good luck. Good luck. Appreciate it. So we'll see. America's team. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. America. That's right. All right, America. We'll see you. Good luck in your league. I hope that you win some games because it's no fun when you suck that bad. Everybody would be happy if everybody won 500, but not this year. We're going for it all, baby. We'll see you soon on the Sausage Hot Sports Radio Network. Woo! Woo!